0: Fast pace, real issues, pulling no punches, it's time for the bottom line. You are at the bottom line with Jakub thanks for being here today, we're going to go fast and heavy, we pull no punches, we get straight to the bottom line, here we go. Welcome. I'm going to thank everybody for your amazing support over the last week. It's so good to have The Bottom Line back up as a podcast. And as I told you last week, we are, in fact, going to turn it into a full-blown TV show. We will court a network here soon and keep you posted. But please spread it wide. I also want to thank Restore Coffee Company for supporting us in this effort Saving lives one cup at a time. Go to RestoreCoffee.com. Get your subscription. Beautiful Kona coffee. Thank you to William Landers and the boys at Restore Coffee for making the fight against child sex trafficking and the fight for faith, family, and freedom a critical focus. Now, let's get into today's conversation. A Very heavy one. Maybe a controversial one. One I want you to stick through. Hang in there. Because the very essence of this show today is, in fact, resilience. It is, in fact, getting a little tougher in this country. Many of you know I'm from South Africa, raised very different, went to school barefoot, literally. I uh, had a punch of bully in the mouth when I was seven because my grandpa said, if you don't do it, don't talk to me again. Because you got to deal with the issues. Stand up to the challenge. And no, I'm not promoting physical violence. But I'm talking about us getting a little tougher in the United States. Because with much respect, we are weak. We've gotten weak as a society. We have emasculated men. We have objectified women. We have made sex a god. We've made fear a god in this country. And fear is a spirit. The Lord says you will not... Have the spirit of fear from the Lord, but a spirit of sound mind and freedom. And that is, in fact, what I believe our founding, founding fathers was talking about, What they were talking about liberty and justice for all. Uh, fear is entrapment. And fear ultimately uh, literally drives you to your knees and makes you weak. And when you come in agreement with the spirit of fear, and this will be a different podcast, I believe that is, in fact, Baal worship. And we can talk about that at some other time. But for today, it's about getting tough again. Getting tough. Being able to stand in the eye of a storm and know that you know you're not going to be destroyed. And your only way out is forward. Your only way out is to swing. Your only way out is to stand your ground and not give an inch. Not an inch. Not an inch. No matter what that is. Whether that is for your faith, for your country, For your belief system, your rights, but particularly for your faith, particularly for your moral code, your moral compass, your family structure, your family values, the things that make us human, the the, the ability and the right to love and be loved, the commandment from God to go into all the world and disciple the nations. The commandment to go to the lost and the broken and the destitute. To not just get comfortable in the aisles of the church or comfortable in the community. Because you don't see evil. You don't think it exists because it is in your midst. Evil is very real. And this is the hour for Ezekiel 33 men. This is the hour in the United States of America for men to stand up. For women to stand up and get tough again. And use the most powerful word in the English language. Well, what word would that be? The word no. No is the most powerful word in any language. The word no takes courage. The word no takes decisiveness. The word no does not come from a double-minded man. Yes is easy. Yes you can overpromise. Yes you can say you will and double-book yourself. No is kind of final. That's why the Lord calls us to say yes to him and no to the evil one. No to that which would corrupt you. No to that which would distract you from your ultimate purpose and your calling. No to that which wants to steal, kill and destroy. To take your freedom, take your liberty, take your right to worship. Take your right to raise a family. Your right to work through capitalism. To build a future. Your right and your ability to stand in a gap for another that can't fight for themselves. And so the word no is powerful. And when people come to stand against those values, the value system, that which you teach your family is the essence of your last name. If you ask me, well, what do the buoyances do? We fight. We fight for those who cannot fight for themselves. We are subject to God Almighty. The word of God is the absolute truth in our house. He leads us. We are saved by grace. We are being refined day by day. We are works in progress, but we are not going to back down and we are going to finish. We're going to finish. And when called upon, and it's our turn, we're going to say yes and we're going to step up. What's your family creed? What do you stand for? What straightens your spine? What makes you draw a line in the sand like Jesus did and said, no further? What makes you cover the naked prostitute? What makes you forgive? What makes you stand in the gap? What makes you stand and stare your demons in the face and say, today we're going to war? What I'm asking you tonight and today, whenever you are listening, is who are you? In fact, who are you? Deep down, what makes you, you? What sets you apart? What will you fight for? What will you die for? What will it take to get you off the couch? Why have you been on the couch? Why have you not been moving? Who have you listened to? Who are the most important voices in your life? All these could be podcasts and sessions on their own. Today, I'm calling you and me to step up to a new level of toughness in this country. And it is impossible to go where I'm calling us to go as a nation and individually as leaders, as family members, as fathers and mothers and sons and daughters and children of God. It's impossible for us to go where I'm calling us to go if we are subjecting ourselves to a spirit of fear. Not talking about danger. Danger is real. Fear is an illusion. It's a spirit. You have to come in agreement With the spirit of fear. You have to come in agreement. With which is of the evil one. That's a spiritual contract. You cannot be tough. You cannot stand in a gap. You cannot stand for the least. You cannot say no. You cannot be willing to be persecuted. A martyr. The only one. If you are subjecting yourself to the spirit of fear. And many will want to make this conversation a COVID conversation. It's not a COVID conversation. It is a life conversation, which includes COVID. It's part of life today. But it's the same for peer pressure. It's the same for alcoholism. It's the same for addiction. At what point when do you stare that demon in the face, whether it's internal or external, whether it's for you or for someone else, and you say, no, the answer is no. You don't get another piece of me. You don't get my time. You don't get my attention. You don't get to steal from me anymore. The answer is no. And it's a hard no. It's a line in the sand. And it's pushback time. I'm calling our nation to get tough again. And let me tell you, in the 45 years God's had me on this planet, what I've learned is you're not really willing to get tough until you're willing to start with yourself. You're not really willing to get tough and until you're really willing to get to the root of the tough stuff, which is the bottom line. That's what this show is about, the root issue. And so dig deep today. Where have you gotten weak? Weak, and we are weak as a nation. You don't allow children to be sexually exploited if you're not weak. You don't allow women to be objectified if you're not weak. You don't allow porn to run run rampant in your culture if you're not weak. You don't allow porn and sexual perversion to enter the church if you're not weak. You don't allow yourself as a pastor to skirt around the truth. And cherry-pick scripture if you're not weak. You don't allow yourself to walk away from the Bible as the absolute truth if you're not weak. You don't allow your country to be eroded. Your founding fathers to be walked upon. Your constitution to be decimated if you're not weak. So these things have happened because we have weakened. There was a time when a man would walk out of a house... And go put his life on the line to defend one of his calves. Would hunt the wolf with his hands if he had to. Would take the bear with his hands to defend his family. Would stand on a belief system that said we sit down as a family and we have dinner together. Why is that important, Yaku? Because it builds character. It builds culture. It builds identity in the family. Where the father is the head of the household. No, the mother is not subject to the father. Equal, standing side by side. But it's about structure. It's about order. It's about a rudder in a family. It's about a compass. It's about this is who we are. This is what God's called us to do. Individuals, yes. individual. Rights, individual talents and giftings. But we are a tribe as a Boyan's family, your family. And then we're a tribe as a street and a community. We're a tribe as a team. We're a tribe as a school. We're a tribe as a state. We're a tribe as a country. And so the tribe is under attack because the tribe has gotten weak. Because the hyenas has circled and they've split the tribe and have taken some of the outliers down in the tribe because the tribe is allowed to push the outliers out and the tribe is weakened because the tribe is infiltrated and it's time to fortify your tribe and yes I'm talking about our country but I'm first and foremost talking about your household your family What is happening in your tribe? Where has your tribe gotten weak? Where have you let your guard down? Where have your yes not been your yes? Where have your no not been your no? Where have you not finished? Where have you gotten weak in executing? Where have you, and I'm not talking about, well, Yaakut, is a time to rest. We have rested enough in this country. We have become, you know, spiritual gluttons. And we have become rest gluttons. And I'm not talking about the rest in the Lord. I'm talking about the lazy spirit, the complacent spirit. You're talking about kids coming out of high school today thinking they want $22 an hour for a starting job for Pete's sake. Are you kidding me? Go work for eight hours $8 an hour until your fingers bleed. Flip burgers. Learn about life. Learn about service. Learn about a customer that's in your face when. When you did nothing wrong and the customer is always right and you find a way to serve and you suck it up and you find a way to work with your anger and your aggression. You find a way to get an outlet and you find goals and you reach for the top and you lay down your dreams and you work from the $8 an hour wage to the $10 an hour wage to the $12 an hour wage and you fight and you fight and you fight and you set goals and you accomplish goals and you get on your knees and you reach out to God and you hit your lows and you get surrounded by those who are. Hold your arms up, they held up the arms of Moses because it builds character. Because that's the cycle of life. You don't want a toddler to stand up and walk. You want the toddler, you, you want the baby to become a toddler. You don't want to just stand up and walk. You want him to crawl and then walk and then run. You don't give your teenager the keys to a Ferrari. Go ride a bicycle, go fall off the bicycle, go deal with pain. You may say, golly, Yaku, you're a tough parent. No, love is tough because love disciplines. Because love understands that it hurts like hell to love. Love is not comfortable. There are moments of comfort, there's euphoric pleasure, there's joy. But you talk to a family with a prodigal son. You talk to me who prayed for my father for 27 years. Not to be an alcoholic. Not to be physically violently attacked. Not to be in the ICU for four months. Not to almost lose his life. That kind of love hurts. That love has pain. That love is unconditional. You know you love when you start hurting. When it matters. Not when it feels good. Feel good culture. We've gotten so weak that if someone doesn't make us feel good. We're convinced that it means they don't love us. Love's become a feeling. Because everything is surface level. And everything is emotion. So in fact it's time to get tough again. To get strong again. To stand with somebody that has offended you, that has neglected you, that has harmed you, and you forgive. And you keep walking with that somebody. And you keep praying for that somebody. And you keep investing in that somebody. That's painful. That's love. That's tough. That takes character. That takes discipline. Get tough with your demons. Get tough with your demons. You know what they are. If you don't know, just go back to when you were a child. They've been with you. Your eating disorder, time to get tough with it. Time to have a conversation with the eating disorder. Time to have a conversation with the spirit that drives that. The underlying root issue, the bottom line, and go get tough with it. And address it. And call it out. And pray into it. And get the help. And share until it hurts. Share through embarrassment. Through shame. Through the risk of losing it all. Because what better love is there for a brother to lay lays life down for a brother? What does that mean? The willingness to risk it all. That's the mark of a champion. The person that plays like there's nothing to lose. The dead man walking mentality. The dead to myself, but alive in Christ, alive, and to live as gain with the Lord. To love that way, to forgive that way, to tackle your demons that way, to depart from fear, to get tough again. It's not good enough to say, I will fight, I will bear arms, I will stand up for the least. Come, Yaku, let's go rescue the children. I will fight for our community, I will fight for our school, I will fight against this, I'll fight against that. You will not. You're going to play like you trained. You're going to play to muscle memory. You're going to play exactly that way. And it's time to get tough. It's time to go into the gym and go lift weights in the outdoors, in the elements. It's rocky time. It's time to go into the Siberian desert because you're about to go face Ivan Drago in Rocky Four. And you can't be comfortable in your cozy gym. You can't have all your amenities. Now it's time to go into the elements and go face the danger. It's time to actually say, where? have we gotten soft in our tribe let's get tough again am i saying just abandon your house and go live in the wilderness in the in in the the texas woods or the tennessee woods no i'm talking about issues in the home the areas where we've gotten complacent The areas that you know where you could have done something and you didn't because it was more comfortable not to because you convinced yourself that someone else would. And because they would, surely they know more than you. And because they know more than you, it's honestly better for them to step in because the person that is supposed to get help will be better helped by someone else. And you can justify just about anything in life because we're doing it. We're justifying some of the most abominable acts in this country. We're justifying the slaughter of babies, the slaughter of people, the abandonment of people. We're justifying sex to be prevalent, sex to be a god. We're justifying fear to be a god. We're justifying stuff in this country. We're giving Sodom and Gomorrah a run for their money. The Greek empire fell for less than this. The Roman Empire fell for less than this. We got founding fathers turning in their grave. We got Martin Luther King turning in his grave. We got Rosa Parks. We got people, we got champions in the world turning going, What in the world are you thinking? Have we lost our minds? No. We've gotten comfortable, we've gotten weak. See, freedom is a beautiful thing. But freedom without diligence makes you weak. The second you're free, the second you're comfortable, the second the paycheck is consistent, you let your guard down. That's human nature. That is giving in to the flesh, the fleshly behavior, the sloth, the not, the not driving, the, oh, I can only do two things a day. I don't have time. You can do as much as you're willing to do. Take a day and do a lot and see, man, I got time to do more. Start living life like every single minute has to count. Not for pleasure, to make a difference. To make a difference, to make an impact, to move the needle, to move the needle. Not to chase money. The love of money is the problem with this country. The love of money is the root of all evil. The love of money is, in fact, what's driving fear in this country. And we've gotten weak. We are weak. Our men are weak. And I'm not calling men out. I'm calling us up. I'm speaking to myself here. You want to throw rocks my way? I'm doing it. Nobody on earth is or will ever be tougher on Yakuboans than I am. What I expect of myself? (laughs) Wake up in the morning and change the world, change your community, move your family forward, get closer to God. Slay dragons, slay dragons, hunt evil. Make Satan scream your name and go, we're in trouble, he's up. We're in trouble, she's up. Evil doesn't come for you, you go for it. What would happen if we train our sons that way? What's going to happen if we train our sons? Son, if you're in, a, in an area and a woman... Is being abused. A woman is being talked down to. A woman is being catcalled. You stand in for that woman. But dad I don't even know her. She's not my sister. It doesn't matter. You do it. For every woman. Then I'm sure. You'll do it for your woman. That's why we say. Look at how a guy treats his mom. Because that's how he's going to treat his wife. We train. And we will play. Like we train. What's going to happen if we tell our man the answer is no? Hey, we're going to come into your school. We're going to teach your kids comprehensive sex ed. No. Well, you don't know who we are. We're, we're the school board. We're the independent school district. We're the superintendent. We're, we're the government of the United States. Get behind me, Satan. Get in line. This is my child. Given to me by God, not by the government. You're not going to tell me how this child is going to be educated. You're not going to tell me what we believe in this family. You're not going to tell me what this child learns. You're not going to teach this child about sex. That's not your job. You handle math, science. You teach real history or I'll call you out on it. Geography. We're going to teach this child about culture and character. And discipline. And God. And sex. And how to treat a woman and treat a man. Husbandry. How to be a wife, sister, a brother. A business partner. What's going to happen when we get women to be tough again? What's going to happen when every 16-year-old girl in this country says the answer is no? What do you mean? Everybody's having sex. The answer is no. You want to date me? You want to get to know me as a friend? Let's start with honor. Let's start with trust. Let's start with character. Let's start with you show me who you really are. They start with you earn it. And then you say, well, the guy's just going to move on to another girl. He was the wrong guy for your girl. It's not the guy you want for your daughter. How about we tell our son, son, treat every single girl that you meet as if she's your sister, as if she's your future wife. How about we plant that seed To our 10-year-olds, 11-year-olds, 12-year-old sons. What would you want that girl to experience who's going to be your wife? Well, I, I don't want her to experience. I want her to be protected. Then protect all of them. No, but we've gotten weak to the flesh. Weak to our selfishness. Our neediness. Weak to our desire. Weak to justifying sin. Weak to sexual immorality. Weak to the church now telling us it's okay. It's okay. Bible's not the absolute truth. There's certain things. It's okay. I mean, porn is okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. You know why it's not okay? Because it hurts most the one who's engaging in it. First victim, the one who consumes it. Those who are in it. Those who those who are subject to it. Who partake in producing it. So we've gotten weak. It's time to get tough again. Where do we start, Yaku? You start with your demons. You start with the things Satan has attacked you with. Over and over again. You start with your temptations. You start with your vices. Whatever you want to call it. Your weaknesses. And you attack it. You get help. You ask for help. You remove the people from your life. That enable you to do it. Toughest lesson. One of the toughest I've ever learned in my life. Was to stop being an enabler. Of family members. An enabler of myself. To stay trapped. But to have tough love and say it's time for change. Those are tough lessons. You break through this boundary. You break this barrier. You're going to soar. You're going to become part of the 1% of society. You will see things happen in your life. You can't measure. Because it's not Nature. This is against nature. Standing up for the weak, standing up for the lost, saying no when it's easier to say yes. Saying yes and then executing on your yes. That's not human nature. Nature is self-satisfaction. The flesh, gluttony, sexual immorality, selfishness, laziness. That's human nature, but created in God's image. The ability, the ability, the possibility to be more. The what if, what if. That's what I want you to chase. That's what I want you to go after. That's what I want you to pray about. God, show me where, where, why, what, how, Because you start punching that ticket in the morning. That's the train you get on. You're unstoppable. You're unstoppable. No force can come against you. Anything Satan throws you away or evil. And if you're not a believer, if you're not a Christian, life or karma or the vibes or whatever you want to call it. The stars, the universe... Anything that comes against you is going to bounce off you. Oh, you will see it because you walk in this world. But you will walk through it. And it will not stick to you. It will not slow you down. And it will not become an anchor that you drag from day to day. And you will get tough. A gladiator in his first battle is not tough. Tough. A gladiator after his tenth battle he's tough he's confident he doesn't fear death he's focused he sharpens his sword he hungers for the next battle because it's a step closer to freedom i want you to be set free from addiction i want you to be set free from lust I want you to be set free from porn, alcoholism, bulimia, suicidal thoughts, depression, loneliness, the entrapment of money, keeping up with the Joneses. I want you set free from that. I want you liberated to be loose and free to run and, and go do the things you were truly created to do. To go impact and change lives through your vocation, your calling, your skill set, your talents. That which God in fact said, I'm creating something special for the world. A solution to a problem named you. That's the bottom line. That's what I want for you. Not for I want it for me, but I want it for you. I want it for us as a nation. That's the nation that was an idea that became a reality. That's the nation that's able to stand with Israel. That's the nation that's able to feed more people than anybody else in history. That's the nation that is the most philanthropic nation on planet earth. That's the nation that gives more, that cares more, that loves more. That's the nation that stands. That's the nation that says, you come for us, we're going to punch you in the mouth. That's the nation that delivers on a promise. That's the nation that delivers on a threat. That's the nation that defends the weak. That's the nation that fortifies when a disaster happens. That's the nation that doesn't split apart. We're not going to have that as a nation until you have it as a tribe. Your household, your community, your team, your job, your company, your friendship circle, your church your Bible study, your home group, your sports team. This is not rocket science. It's just tough. It's hard. This is hard to do. It's not easy or everybody would be doing it and very few are doing it. It's much easier to cower, to give up more liberty, to give up more freedom. Just leave me alone. Just give me safety. Safety? You should not care about safety Go on the offense. Go on the offense. Or look at your life. How good is it? You're willing to carry those demons for the next 10 years? You're willing to face those things for the next 10 years? You're willing to pass them on to the future generations? You're willing to let your kids make the same mistakes you made? You're willing to let your marriage stay where it is? I'll get real with you. I don't give you the Yaku. The sex is great. The marriage is great. Everything's great. Tell me about the demons. Tell me about the trials. Tell me about the struggles. Tell me about the merry-go-round of things that come back. Here it is again. It's gone for six months. Here it is again. Let's go after that. Let's get tough again. Let's say no to all things evil. All things who come to steal, kill and destroy. All things. And you can't justify these things and reason them. There is absolute truth. Truth is not fluid. Now You can choose your life. To live your life any way you want to. You in fact have that freedom in this country. You've always had that freedom in this country. That's a freedom we take for granted. That's not a freedom around the world. There's no first amendment in Australia. There's no first amendment in New Zealand. There's no first amendment in South Africa. No, those are democracies. And the democracy, the majority rules. Your your right is gone. We talk about minority, minority in this country, but we don't even understand. We're a republic. And the republic defends the minority by the core and the essence of who we are as a republic. We are about the minority. We are about the least. We are, in fact, about the one sheep that got away because those who founded this country understood that the word of God said, I will leave 99 for one. I will go after the one, and therefore we're going to set it up so that we can do that, so the majority does not rule. No, the democracies of our time Our toast. Good luck for your individual liberty. And your voice. You have that freedom today. Most of what people say they're fighting for today. You've had it before you were born. Walk it out. Make your choices. It's up to you. Live your life the way you feel you're supposed to live your life. But we're not going to change truth for that. We're not going to abandon the word of God for that. Believe what you believe, but we can't change truth. We can't rewrite history. We can go forward. We can get tough again. There's a reason there's never been a revival in the church without persecution. Because we get comfortable Because we get weak. There's no revolution without persecution. Change come when we get uncomfortable. And I'm saying this. Don't wait for the world to make it uncomfortable. You make it uncomfortable for yourself. You force revival in your home you force revival in yourself by making it uncomfortable for yourself, by dealing with the uncomfortable stuff and not burying it under the bed, in the jar, tucking it away. Because then you're going to grow every day and you're going to become so tough, so strong. You're going to become a, a, a beautiful demolition derby to all things evil. Or get comfortable. Give up another inch. And another inch. Wake up one morning and realize you've given up 10 miles. You don't recognize yourself in a mirror. You're a fragment of who you used to be. The son you wanted to raise is not the son that you see in front of you because you didn't instill the discipline. You didn't instill the work ethic. You didn't get tough. You didn't get him to get tough on, you know, and I'm not talking about self-loathing and self-hate. No, I'm talking about reality, about looking at reality and saying, I got stuff to deal with. Let's deal with it because it's going to make me grow. It's going to make me stronger. It's going to make me persevere and it's going to make me stand in the battle when the battle comes and I will look at the giant and say you're not a giant do you know what I have done I've killed the bear and the lion with my bare hands who are you you uncircumcised Philistine said Adam to said said, said David to Goliath I wish Adam said that to Satan in the garden but David said that to Goliath How how it's a 13-year-old boy standing in front of a giant. He just killed a bear and a lion with his bare hands. He was a marksman. He was sitting protecting the sheep against wolves, firing his slingshot at pinpoint range. He was a sniper. He's a marksman. It wasn't some kid out of the woods pulled out yanked out to go fight a giant he was very well prepared the uh, it was an unfair battle from the second david stepped on that battlefield because the giant was complacent the giant won every battle the giant stopped training he couldn't even see do you know that he was half blind he was that arrogant he would walk into a battle blind couldn't even see We are complacent. We've gotten weak. Time to get tough. Talking to myself. Just letting you know. That's the bottom line. You may not like this conversation. Then listen to it again. I challenge you. Start there. I don't like this guy. I don't like your guts. I don't like the way you approach if You I feel like you're, you're yelling at me, not yelling at you. Do you not understand that I'm talking about? I want you to be the greatest version of you. I want you to reach every dream and every goal. But I'm not going to be that guy that goes, Oh, Peaches, Oh, just continue status quo. You're, you're doing great. You're in a ditch, but you're doing great. No, no. I want you to claim it all. I want you to get all God's created you for. If you don't believe in him, it doesn't matter. In the big picture, it matters to you. It matters to your salvation, your soul, but it doesn't matter in the kingdom. The kingdom prevails. It prevails. The question is, where will we be positioned in it? What mark will we leave? What legacy? What do we pass forward? How do we leave this place? And it's simple. It gets down to simple things. Start instilling things in your tribe. Simple things. Leave a place better than you found it. What does that have to do with anything? Everything. Everything. Have you been to boot camp? Have you seen boot camp? They made me clean a floor with a toothbrush. They made me clean grout between tiles with a toothbrush. What does that have to do with military training? What does that have to do with everything? It's attention to detail. It's dealing with frustration. It's finishing the task. It's understanding authority. Everything. Teach your children to leave a place better than they found it. Now, we living in a country that thinks someone else will pick up behind me. And someone else's job. It's not my job to clean. I see the janitor. It's his job to clean. Oh, so he's your slave? Because it's his job. What, you're a human being that can't clean up after yourself? What kind of a character is that building? So see, see, it's not about the mess. The janitor is going to come clean up the mess. That is his job. This conversation is not about the janitor. This conversation is about you and me. What are we building? Are we getting stronger or weaker? Tougher or weaker? No, I'm going to clean up my mess. But there's a janitor, Yaku. Doesn't matter. When I clean my mess up, I'm building character. I'm holding myself accountable. I'm not slipping. I'm not getting weak. And then how about I clean up after someone else? Well, that's not your job. Doesn't matter. You see a job, do it. It's not in my job description. I don't care. Do it. It builds character. It sets an example. You want to know how you change the locker room? And I've been in more locker rooms than you can imagine. Professional sport was my career. You go do someone else's job and you watch what that does in a locker room. You cover someone else's weakness and you watch what that does to that person. You want to build trust? You want to instill something in your family, and your tribe? Start with sweeping the floor. Start with your kids cleaning up their toys. Start with showing up when you said you would. Start with saying sorry when you didn't. That's being tough. Start with being the first to apologize. The first to forgive. Start with being a father. Jacob was speaking to me. To tell my kids. These are my mistakes. My flaws. Here's why I need God in my life. Here's what God's working on in my life. Pray with this with me. What are you working on? Son. What are you working on? Daughter. Wife. Husband. Build. The tribe. Make the tribe. Tough. And the tribe. Will Never. Look at government as a savior. The tribe will say. We don't need government. We are governed by God. We're governed by a character and ethos in this tribe. Because government is not for you. Ever. Nor will they ever be. That's the newsflash of the day. Government grows government. Not people. Let's get tough. Let's tackle our demons. So send me in your testimony. Let me know what are the things you're struggling with. Hit me up on Instagram. This is going to go out on YouTube. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Go find me, Jakub Boyance on YouTube. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Follow me on Free Space Social, the only social media platform that cannot be deplatformed, demonetized, that stands against the exploitation of children. And yes, I'm on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. Join us everywhere, but subscribe to the YouTube channel. Get the word out. I know this is controversial. I know I probably ticked you off in this conversation you know what i love you unconditionally i'm not doing this for me i'm doing this for us i'm doing this because i believe that we can build a better tribe a better nation a better community better sons and daughters stronger than ourselves face your demons draw a line in the sand say no strongest word in the english language and watch out you're gonna conquer conquer i love you unconditionally god bless you Every Wednesday, this podcast is coming out. Come on, let's rise up. Please spread it. It's not about me. It's about setting people free. It's about taking our country back. It's about taking family back, morality back, life back. I'm asking you to subscribe and stand with me. God bless you. Thank you so much. Share it wide. Next week, uh, we've got special guests. We're going to bring in some amazing guests. We are going after The Bottom Line. This is Yaku with The Bottom Line, where we do not pull any punches. But we go down to the root issue, The Bottom Line, because that is what it's all about. God bless you. Talk to you next time. This has been The Bottom Line with Yaku Boyens. Follow me on Instagram, FreeSpaceSocial, and JakubBoyens.com. Till next time.